What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease this is your moment your time to shine your comeback you're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect so you're not just going back to school you're coming back with purdue global backed by purdue university one of the nation's most respected public universities purdue global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Night Call, a production of iHeartRadio. It's 10.47 p.m. at the Universal City In-N-Out. And you're listening to Night Call. Hello and welcome to Night Call, a podcast for your strange days and lonely nights. My name is Emily Yoshida. I am here in Los Angeles and along with me are Tess Lynch and Molly Lambert. And we're back, I think out of our time warp officially. Oh, please. I feel like I'm wipe I'm like shaking the time warp dust off of me or something. <laughs> um thanks to everybody for for sticking with us through our hiatus. We've been uh, airing some of our uh, episodes that we did during the hiatus over the last couple of weeks, and now we are somewhat 
in living in the present. We're catching up. Almost. It's, ex- it's exciting. We're it almost is. back to the future. I love, I love <laughs> to be. And, and, and I mean, given what we're talking about this week, we will still probably feel like we're in a time warp because everything is so fucking weird right now. Life comes at you pretty fast on night call. But first, and, and again, this is some old news, but I, 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 stuck, I stuck this on our, our doc like weeks ago, and I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the new leech on the block. New leech on the block. Um, this is a leech that was discovered in near Washington, D.C., inviting all sorts of easy jokes. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, It's a coastal species of leech that has 59 teeth and, uh, I believe, three jaws. Three jaws. Mm-hmm. Three whole jaws. Jaws three. Um, it is a... It's it's I think they haven't found a new species of leech in America since um, the 50s, I believe. And it's a species of leech. It's called I guess they're called medicinal leeches. Let's give some credit to the international team of museum scientists led by Anna Phillips, the Smithsonian's curator of parasitic worms. She waded into this swamp. With shorts on to see these leeches. They like, like bait them. That's yeah. how they find them. Oh, you oh, bait God. them with your legs? Yes. With your yes. blood. You bait them with yourself. It's like the, it's like being a, like, um, you know, the whatever they're called in for vampirism, where you're just like the blood bag there. Mm. Like the blood bag. You know, I've heard about leeches. blood bag for science. Hmm. I've heard there's a lot of leeches in the water Disney World. Really? Oh. Well, it's Florida. I yeah. guess that makes sense. It kind of makes sense. Uh, maybe also at Disneyland, I heard, but I... Where not. would they be at Disneyland? And the Jungle Cruise. Chlorinated. No leeches in that. <laughs> Fake news. I'm going to say that this leech, by the way, is it should not be tied to D.C. because it can be found as far north as New York and as far south yes. as Georgia. So, you It's know. just a coastal Atlantic bloodsucker. Don't think you're safe when you're uh, not in Washington, D.C. I heard Anna Phillips on the radio accidentally also talking about this. Um... And she was talking about how, like, it sounds like the most terrifying thing in the world, like a leech with three jaws. But she's like, it doesn't actually hurt that much. Like, I guess it's like the thing with leeches. Like, people used to put them on their bodies all the it time. It says it's yeah. as long as a cigarette and yes. as wide as two cigarettes. Which is a funny thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 so it's a olive cigar, green, a cigarillo. Olive yeah. green with orange spots. <laughs> is the deal with leeches that it doesn't hurt because of the suction? Have we talked about this before? I'm having deja vu about our leech conversation. Well, I think, and I don't know if this is the case with this particular leech, but usually it is suction. Like, it's not a teeth thing. They don't puncture to draw blood. They actually suck the blood through your skin Mm -hmm. like they suck so hard uh i think we can all relate (laughs) that that, uh that the blood just like comes out through the layers of your you know dermis that's Um, so fascinating (laughs) i wonder if the teeth actually keep you from noticing them because obviously it would behoove the leech to not have you notice well isn't that why they used it they used it for medicine the leech yeah for so many years because it's like clean bloodletting well also with the teeth there are these things that you can get that are little plastic kind of discs and they have um little points in them and if you press them on your arm when you're getting a shot and the shot is inserted like in the middle it actually takes away the pain because it hits your pressure point so i wonder if that might be something that the leech teeth do 
Well, they're still called medicinal leeches, so somebody's still using them for medicine. Like scientifically, they're classified as that. So it can uh, be really hard to get a phlebotomy appointment. I'm just saying. Yeah. So <laughs> can I take a brief, out into a, a brief moment? I, we have talked a lot about the specifics of having blood drawn and how we'd all like to have our blood drawn in different ways. Sure. Uh, from each other, mm-hmm. some of us at home, <laughs> others in a medical setting. Yes. <laughs> um, but I just would like to take a side quest to complain about the mosquitoes that we have. Oh, in it's horrible. Los Angeles now. It's amazing. I left Los Angeles for almost five years, and when I came back, there were mosquitoes. Yeah. (laughs) It's a new development. A lot of West Nile. It is. Yeah, and they're this horrible kind that brings the West Nile virus and other... Are you talking about the 80s? Dengue fever. Yeah, they're called A-E-D-E-S, which means, like, annoying. (laughs) Yeah. And they're zebra mosquitoes. Yeah. They're the scariest thing. I had never seen one in L.A., but I saw one in Louisiana, and I was like, "Uh, you know when you see a creature you've never seen before... Yeah. And you just are like, oh, no, uh oh, I have no context for this. Yep. So this freaked me out because I had seen them in New Orleans and I was like, oh, cool. We live in a swampy climate now with <laughs> lots of mosquitoes that bite you. They're called ankle biter mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. Which they that's they what they do are. to me. Yeah. It's very humid here and we do have the mosquitoes. I don't mind the mosquitoes as much as I mind the ants still um, this morning. I had another kitchen ant issue and mine seemed to be immune to all kinds of like ant repellents and the dusty earth stuff that's Here's supposed to question. make them dry out. Would you rather have to deal with like a million tiny things or one giant thing? Uh, one giant thing. It's too vague. Need more info. You mean people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's worse? How a million giant tiny ants or like the ant from Honey, I Shrunk Or a giant ants. cockroach. I yeah. mean, I feel like that's the... Like, I would rather have ants to deal with than cockroaches, but but I also would rather have, I think what I'm thinking in this more abstractly, I'd rather have a large thing. I don't know. I'd have, I'd rather deal with one large thing unless it were larger than me, in which case right. I would rather deal with exactly. small things. Yeah. I mean, like, would you rather have ants or an like an elephant that wanted to kill you? Yeah, but what if it's ants. like the choice is like a, a cockroach, an elephant-sized cockroach or like bugs that are too small to see? Well, how many bugs? <laughs> They're too small to see. You don't there, know. There's not enough information. Make your pitch. I, I guess in it's, that situation. It's a word problem. Fill <laughs> it in is the a word problem. It's a psychological <laughs> it's test. It's new math. If you have an answer to this question, won't you please give us a call at 24046-NIGHT or you can email us at nightcallpodcast at gmail.com. Again, the question is, would you rather battle a cockroach? Of unimaginably huge proportions. <laughs> no limit, cockroach. Or a, a multitude, but not specifically how many, of very small insects. Swarms. This Swarms. Is a coastal question. It is. This is a bi-coastal question. Well. Um, another bi-coastal question, also speaking of bloodsuckers, um, I have some recommended reading this week um, from The New Yorker a couple weeks ago. Uh, there is a pretty good and depressing article about Silicon Valley's relationship with Esalen by Andrew Morantz. Um, I think it was in the August 26th issue, um, but it is online, and we'll link to it on our notes. Um, I just, I, it was such a, I don't, did you guys get a chance to read this? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of about how this like zigzagging relationship that that Esalen, this this retreat in Northern California, that's like what three hours from San Francisco. It's or around something. Big Sur. Yeah, around Big Sur. Um, it, it's always been this sort of like 
influencer hub even before there were influencers. And now, you know, recently uh, it's been a place for all these Silicon Valley people who feel guilty about the hell world that they have made um, coming to uh, get in hot tubs and sweat away their um, conscience, I guess. I don't even know if they feel guilty. (laughs) Oh, they do. They do, but they don't feel guilty enough to do anything like very helpful. It's right. Very, it's all very abstract to them. Well, that's like all that stuff. That's like the Steve Jobs thing of like you stop taking mushrooms to like have a f- experience and get it out of your ego and you start taking them to like come up with product ideas. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of like hippie themed things completely divorced of all context and meaning. I mean, I think a thing. So a lot of the things that they do there, they have these big detox retreats. And so the, the, the journalists went on one of these retreats. And a lot of it is just this sort of uh, verbiage about uh, unplugging and having like a more conscious relationship to tech and trying to pass it on to your users and everything. And this also just like reminds me of a like completely separate issue, which is like kind of the class stratification of screen time now, which I feel like we've talked about on this podcast, but just that now the idea of like keeping your kid away from screens, like especially with kids, I think, has become this really like class, this class Oh, you think it's thing. the new like uh, my kid doesn't watch TV? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that's becoming a thing. And I think that um, I think that a lot of families that are like especially families who can't afford childcare all the time uh, are more likely to just like, you know, sit their kid in front of the iPad or whatever. Well, to be fair, doctors do say you shouldn't let them have a lot of screen time, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it's totally accurate. But it's like it's like that idea is like reaching one part of the population and not the other. And I think that there's like I think that like. Um, is sort of bearing out. I think the thing with screen time is it's like the downsides are so hard to explain. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of the issues in terms of parenting and screen time is that I think it's an almost uh, impossible thing to achieve to have your kids completely not have access to screens, especially, I mean, once your kids are in school, most public schools and charter schools uh, have screens. Their homework is done on screens, obviously. Um, I think, you know, usually with pediatrics, they they tell you to avoid all screens before three. But that's also impossible if you have multiple children, unless you're able to, like, have separate wings of your house. Um, So it's kind of just this impossible thing. And I think that's also discussed in the New Yorker article, mm-hmm. um, they are encouraged to call work W because yeah. you're not supposed to talk about work. No so W you, talk. My W is <laughs> this. And it's like, uh, it's very discouraged talking about work. But I mean, it's kind of this, we're in this world w- with these two extremes. It's really hard to moderate screen time. I think that's kind of why people tell parents to completely deprive their kids of screen time because they figure it'll at least cut down on it. Um, but yeah, it is a, it's a totally it's an economic issue for sure. I mean, it's not just having childcare, but it's having the kind of childcare that's like the Montessori, Odie Crunchy childcare. And it's, you know, I I don't think it's practical, but I definitely think there's too much. I mean, I guess the idea, like from this article, the the thing that that, on the surface, just on on an optics level, the idea of these like tech billionaires going to this extremely expensive retreat to not be on their phones, like not being on your phone and like, you know, unplugging from time to time or trying to like reconsider your 
and this is like for people who are at the very top of this industry, like that is all now like a luxury item. Yeah. So this is all like, like goop stuff. Oh, you totally. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all a part of. It's like that was the thing too. Like when Jack Dorsey from Twitter went on that fast, yes. and everybody mm-hmm. was like, if he were a woman, this would just be called like an eating disorder. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just depriving yourself of nutrition and your brain's going to like overheat and maybe some weird stuff will happen. But that doesn't mean it's like good for you. Also, the silliest thing in this article is that it is people going to unplug. And also there's no cell service. So even if you wanted to plug in, you couldn't. But all they do is talk about unplugging yeah. they seem yeah. unable to resume any kind of like normal pattern that you might it's, recognize from the olden days yeah everybody is there for work that's the funny thing about no w talk is that everybody is there because of their work mm-hmm. so it's like but don't talk about it it's just like not it's like blinding yourself to this elephant in the room instead of like i don't know having like a really constructive conversation yeah about i feel it like even when esalen was like originally founded it had a reputation for being silly because it was all like unplug from what existed then to unplug from uh which was like tv i guess yeah have you guys? You guys have never been. No, to I want to go so no. bad. Are you kidding me? Send I, Nicole to Esalen. I almost yeah. went to Esalen just to we pop take back by. everything that we just said about Esalen. Right. Please send yeah, us Esalen. to Esalen. Sponsor Nicole. <laughs> well, when I was I was on my honeymoon in Big Sur, and there was this thing of should we go to Esalen? But I was too afraid. I'm a never nude, Dude, and oh, I was too afraid to be naked in the yeah yeah. So I didn't. I'm not <laughs> a, a never big... nude, but I I felt intimidated by the prospect, and also the the sulfur smell is referenced a lot mm-hmm. in terms of the hot springs at Esalen and I was I was unsure if I would like it. I said it smelled like lavender and boiled eggs. That's not my jam. <laughs> not my thing. Um, I'm afraid of hot springs ever since that person got melted in uh, Yellowstone. Pardon me? Oh, yeah. They got in a geyser because they thought it was a hot that spring and it melted the their body because it's acid. Melted. Yeah. Yikes. Like, definitely talked about it on this podcast. It's You know what? All the horrors <laughs> blend together after a while. I have my own favorites that always float to the top. So we wanted to take an email that we got uh, at the time of recording right now, still still, still shaking off the time warp here. Uh, we did a, a podcast about Midsummer, which we recorded shortly after Midsummer came out. And in the interim time, the Midsummer director's cut, which I think clocks in at something like four hours. Um, way to go, Ari Aster. Uh, big fans here. <laughs> uh, that has come out. I have not seen it yet. I really want to see it. But we got a call or an email, rather, from Chris in Seattle, who says... Hey, welcome back, Night Call. Missed you. Went and saw the director's cut of Midsummer over the weekend, and the white supremacy stuff is for sure validated. Early on, there's a swastika on a Nazi book of runes Josh is reading. Love talking Midsummer, and wanted you to know in case you haven't seen the extended cut. Um, so you got y'all. Y'all are validated. I mean, I didn't this disagree was with like, you guys. No, but, but yeah. this was like Marshall McLuhan coming out from behind the pole. Right. Yeah. Like, Molly was right. <laughs> Molly knows everything. Um, feels good. Thank you, Chris. Feels good. Yeah. And um, our other our other friend Oscar sent uh, something about how there's also a banner that appears yeah. in the movie. I think in the original cut too. Yeah. That is. It's sw- like one of those like over the road type yeah. banners that says like stop people coming from <laughs> the no north. more immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> So I think uh, the subtext was real. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a, I can't wait to see that movie again. Also, I really want to see this. I want to tell everybody to follow It's the Brandy with an I on Twitter. She did a really good thread about going to the Minnesota State Fair a hundred times. And oh then God. 
she was like, oh, what, you could just set Midsummer at the Minnesota State oh, totally. Fair? That makes yeah. sense. She was like, you put somebody inside a butter cow at the end. What? <laughs> she was just That's taking pictures. That's an Iowa thing, though. She was t- I think it might it's also be. an Iowa be original. Then- being t- inside of a butter sculpture? Oh, not being inside, but the butter sculpture. Butter sculptures, I'm, I think, are I'm down with. And there were so. a lot of, like, scary... Uh, uh, scarecrows done into celebrities. There was like a Felicity Huffman college admission scandal scarecrow that was terrifying. Ew. <laughs> that kind of stuff gives me such bad vibes. I also I watched, love a state fair. I, I also watched it. Children of the Corn for the first time yesterday. How did you never see that? That's before? that's wild to it's me. It's so good. I, I saw 80s. that movie so early, like was, way before same. I should have seen it. I was it. one of those kids who didn't have a lot of screen time, guys. So. Uh, you saw, but this is weird, though. I'm saying it's weird, though, because usually I'm not the person who's seen this stuff as a kid, but for whatever reason, I saw Children of the Corn when I was like eight or something. Oh, man. It'd be so good for very Iowa. Scary. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And it's very midsummery. Yeah. No, uh, totally. And the original story is even it's more midsummery. Folklore. I guess the movie is a little happy ending-y yeah. than the original. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the conspiracy that is on all of our minds right now. Let's not lie. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees and certificates Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to Night Call. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. We're going to talk about some alleged allegations that are alleged. Uphill me. We're going to uphill everybody. <laughs> Molly is going to take the lead on this because if anyone follows Molly on Twitter, they know that She's Molly posts all the time now about the Epstein scandal. I bet she's posted about other things too. No, but you have a lot to say about Epstein. Well, it's fascinating. It is super fascinating. It's fascinating because it has like tentacles that go into everything and uh, there's so many stories keep coming out that are so insane. And it all happened in front of everybody. That's the crazy part. So I went on a deep dive the other day. This is maybe what you're talking about. Into Getty Images Mm -hmm. where I looked up uh, her name is, we still don't know how to say it. We're calling her Ghislaine. 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 GM. The Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. A lady. An evil lady. Uh, She was all over Getty Images because she was a socialite in addition to being a fixer whatever pimp whatever else uh criminal activity she was allegedly doing allegedly alleged trafficker alleged of underage trafficker girls. of underage girls she was uh also like hosting things in her penthouse her, her scary weird 90s her like, weird townhouse although townhouse. as i was saying like i was looking for these pictures i was trying to find other pictures of her townhouse because there's one picture that appeared in her townhouse that actually was too creeped me out too much oh um which was the picture of there was like a devil mask on the wall mm-hmm. um and it, it's just in a totally innocuous party photo she held a party at her house with uh i think dom perignon and so it's just party pictures from that party and then in the background of a bartender it's like atmosphere those are the, what they call the photos that are just yeah. of mm-hmm. random stuff at a party yeah and it's just a guy pouring a drink under this like terrifying Satan mask on the wall. And then people in my comments are like, hey, look at the print on the cloak under the mask. There's this symbol all over it that everybody knows is the internationally recognized symbol for pedophiles looking for children. Allegedly. What? Allegedly. And what? Then it, what is the symbol? It is a triangle with a spiral inside. And it is printed all over this thing. And it does look like a mask that comes down off the wall and like has eye holes, you know? Yikes. Uh, But I couldn't find out anything else about it. And people were sending me screenshots of something that they claim come from. Because, again, I can't. I don't. This is when I started to feel like I was losing my mind. Yeah. Uh, They were sending me screenshots, something from WikiLeaks that alleges that these are like the international symbols that pedophiles use to attract each other. Or and there's one that's like for girls, people looking for girls. That's like a butterfly with a heart inside it. That stuff 
always kind of tips off my bullshit radar, I have to say, the secret symbol stuff, because it just feels like satanic panic to well, me. Well, it does, yeah. except then this symbol was all over the thing, and I was yeah. like, well, it, what does it mean? Maybe right, they're, like, know? doing a bit. They're like, <laughs> guys, I'm wing, doing wing. air quote fingers right now. I was now. also like, I'm not going to look that up, because then it's in my search history. I'm mm-hmm. not going to search, sure. like, what are the symbols that pedophiles use? I can't believe you don't have Tor yet, Molly. I mean, even if I did, I don't think I would want that in my browser history. Yeah. Um, The whole thing, I mean, when you go in a deep dive about Miss Maxwell, uh, it it starts to get, you start to feel like you're playing with fire a little bit. What broke our brains about this is that Crazy Days and Nights was posting about it constantly Mm -hmm. um, for years. They were posting about there's this billionaire pedophile and he has a plane and he takes people to his private island and all sounded so far-fetched. And he was kind of doing it in the context of like, this is going to come out soon. Right. Which is like, and and the thing is with Crazy Days and Nights, he had all of the Weinstein stuff on there before. And and like, but all that stuff was where I think we were like, oh, Crazy Days and Nights is going total QAnon. Like it turned because I was like, oh, they're (laughs) implicating the Clinton Foundation. And then I was like, oh, the Clinton Foundation is implicated. Like all of this stuff was real. But. What is crazy is when you do start tweeting about it, you get people from every side. Mm -hmm. And those sides are that like liberals think that Trump is totally responsible. Trump people think that the Clintons are totally responsible. And Europeans think it's all Prince Andrew. Yes. (laughs) And like whoever's the closest. But they all have this thing. What is also so weird because I was like, maybe this will make the QAnon people come to this realization of like, the Illuminati is just that people with money can buy their way out of crime. Yeah, but which- the QAnon is like the crazy. Uh, the the craziest thing about QAnon now is that they have like done mental gymnastics to make Donald Trump the hero of the story. Well, that's the thing is this doesn't compute with yeah, their story. Like, so yeah, I don't understand which- how they're not like, oh, Trump is in on it. Everybody's in on it because that is what is it turns out true. Yeah. Uh, this allegedly allegedly across the aisle this guy blackmailed all kinds of creepy dudes into doing things that are illegal and then supposedly videotaped it i think on a broader note we were talking about this yesterday uh i think we haven't really talked about this epstein stuff at all because it happened while we were away and i think on a on a, a, a broad like not alleging anything type level i have just been kind of I felt a little bit stupid for how much I kind of didn't like discounted any of this stuff going on. Like I was talking about the Lynn Ramsey movie, You Were Never Really Here, which um, came out, uh, I think it was at Canon like 2017, uh, maybe came out in theaters the next year. But so it's like a little it's it's been a while since it came out. And I, you know, I love her as a director. And I, I read the, the novella by Jonathan Ames because I was like going to interview her. So I was just like doing research on it. And it, it was like the whole thing just uh, it just made me feel so icky. And it was just like it felt like such a weird Brooklyn guy, i.e. Jonathan Ames fantasy about like being the vigilante who rescues all the young girls from the pedophiles. It definitely, it just felt like super, and this was all post Pizzagate that I read this. The book mm-hmm. was written before that, but it still had this thing of like, oh yeah, all the girls are getting raped and we all have to like solve them. Only one tough guy in Brooklyn can, <laughs> can, can, can crack the case. But like, 
the movie, which is like very well directed, still not my favorite movie of hers, but like has and it has like a very extreme Joaquin Phoenix performance in it. Um, is there any other kind? Yeah, there's no other kind. Can it's we like, take a moment to talk about Durga Chubos's theory? Yeah, just just I just yeah. want to finish this real quick. But like, um, but the movie like depicts. Joaquin Phoenix's character basically stormy like a one man like operation to go storm this pedophile mansion. Uh, there's and there's one in Manhattan like a, an Upper East Side one and then there's like a big estate somewhere and he goes into because he has to rescue this girl from it and it's like it it like no, like aesthetically it all feels like pretty note for note from what we've like now what has been reported. So does Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, I mean, well, Eyes Wide Shut hasn't been reported yet, but I'm saying like the like Little St. James and all yes. that stuff, like that all feels like just ripped from this book. And maybe I'm and just other. creeped out by any rich person New York apartment where I'm like, wow, this costs so much money and yet still feels so claustrophobic mm-hmm. and like busy wallpaper. Yeah, because the ones I looked at other than Ghislaine's, I was like, these all look just as haunted to me as the one where oh, actual yeah. horrible things happened. Well, also, I mean, going back to what Emily was saying, when I haven't seen it yet, but it reminded me of, you know, in 2017, that was also during a time when there were a lot of local panics about human trafficking that turned out to be false. Like there was this one out here in Ikea that made a bunch of like regional news mm, really? where, yeah, it, people would become really paranoid in public spaces that there were men following them, watching them, and these people immediately assumed that they were human traffickers. And then it was later kind of like poo-pooed by realistic people. And then these people would be like, well, you're just ignoring the reality of human trafficking. And I always thought it seemed so ridiculous. And then the Epstein thing happened. Well, this is like, holy shit. And it's all human trafficking. And then like all of these people tend to be such hypocrites about legalizing sex work, which would Mm -hmm. be like the way that would actually help stop trafficking. They're like, no, we have to ban all sex work because it'll lead to trafficking. And then it's like, well, that's how... Things like this are able to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The whole like the trafficking thing again, like this is why all of my skepticism was up for this thing, like or anything like it up until this is that like, I don't know, I feel like anytime I'm like a hotel late at night and I just turn on the TV and it's like some late night night news thing or like 60 minutes or something. It's always some like deep report on like human trafficking. It's happening in your neighborhood. Exactly. Like there's so much scaremongering and there's so much, it's like, it's, it's like the most fetishized like kind of crime and it mm-hmm. always feels so gross to me how much it's sensationalized and I think like disproportionately. Right. But maybe then. it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe it's good to be a little naive about the exploitation of like teenage girls because otherwise you just want to like blow everything up all the time. It was truly a lot of evidence that was all so disturbing to read and all so, so tragic and horrible. Yeah, it's horrible that, stuff to read. Horrible, horrible. But on on a tangent to that, um, we all looked at, I believe, the um, Bridget Reed cut article on... I just I just hate saying Gislaine. Is it Gislaine? Is it Gislaine? I don't think you say the S. I think it's Isalent. I think oh. it's Jelaine. <laughs> All right, let's call her Jelaine. Um Jelaine Maxwell's twin sisters have their own wild stories. They are indeed some wild stories. Yeah. If you have not yet dunked a foot into the Jelaine. The Epstein story is honestly like the tip of the iceberg for yes. just the weirdness yeah. of this story that like encompasses everything weird about world history. Um, and then I think also this made me be like, hmm, there might be other things like this. If this is one that we know right. about now, exactly. who knows what else is going on like that we don't know about. It's like the cockroaches in the walls. Yep. That's why but, we have a conspiracy podcast, guys. Well, I do out. feel in some way like it's like it's 
good that you take the rock off and all the bugs come out and then you have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many people trying to make this story go away or end or be like, wow, he's dead now. It's over. Suicide is tragic. Prison suicide. So sad. Oh, man. It's definitely a prison suicide. This, this, uh, yeah, this issue comes home to roost every day. (laughs) But it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, it doesn't end. There's new stuff constantly it is going to keep going. People are going to ask everybody involved about it for the rest of their lives about it, and they mm-hmm. should. Um, but there was the story that about the sisters was crazy because it's about how the father, Robert Maxwell, mm-hmm. who was this crazy like Citizen Kane type figure, uh, evil right wing guy, his whole family was killed in the Holocaust. So then he tried to like replicate it by having six children. Because he was like, all his siblings died except for him. So he was like, I will recreate my dead family through my family. (laughs) Uh, And so there were twins in addition to Jelaine. And one of the twins married, uh, I believe his name is Robert Molina. Roger Molina. Roger Molina, the son of Frank Molina, who was one of the original Jet Propulsion Lab Mm -hmm. guys who was part of the Jack Parsons thing. The whole uh, devil worship Mm kind of sex cult early rocket tree stuff. Which, again, it made me think about that stuff and be like, oh, yeah, there was a lot of, like, let's do some rituals and have some weird sex and see if it helps us get good at rockets going on then. (laughs) Why would we be surprised that all these rockets and fucking all these tech people? Well, again, this is like what we talked about with Midsummer is like as soon as you start going into esoterica, Mm -hmm, there's no coming back. And for whatever reason, all these like tech people and rich people, they reach this impasse where it's like. I can buy everything. But wait, what about the other twin, Isabel, who uh, whose third husband, Al Seckle, was an optical illusionist who was <laughs> hanging out with... That seems pretty benign. No, but he was a scam artist. <laughs> He's a scammer. And then he he had a scientific conference on Epstein's island. Um, and I think he, he, he rumored to have fallen off a cliff near his home, just like Jelaine's father was rumored to be maybe pushed off the boat yes i think it just yeah once you start thinking about it just makes you be like oh did rip torn really die exactly is he what is real hiding out to come back yeah what is real molly what are your favorite um you don't have to necessarily endorse them but like what's your favorite current theory around the epstein case um like maybe just do one for flavor (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of what was like the craziest one I heard that I I hadn't heard and oh the body double one is yeah they replaced his body with uh Anthony Bourdain what that was one of the rumors how Um, can that be it's not real that's the thing you (laughs) you follow this go down the rabbit hole and you start to be like wow this crazy thing is true and it makes you understand how people turn into QAnon people or get red pilled because it's like normal like crazy thing that's true crazy thing that's true crazy thing that's true crazy thing that's not true yeah Yeah. oh gotcha isn't less crazy than any of these other things and plausible deniability is how these people get away with it and like class issues by people trusting that the rich are not having pedophile islands i never never trust that for a second but again it just makes you feel like i guess i wasn't as world weary as i thought yeah because i didn't know about this uh, you don't have the imagination and creativity of like a rich per. I mean, I think it's also yeah. really disappointing, but maybe not super surprising to see how many dudes got taken in by this guy. 
you yeah. know, especially it's like in, he's a, he's a fostering a scientific community. Right. Because that was after he got busted for being a pedophile. Yeah. He came back and yeah. was like, I'm going to give all this money to MIT and Harvard and all these science foundations uh-huh. to figure out how to live forever and like put my egg dick on ice so it can be brought back in the future to he like terrorize to, other people. He's like only preserving his brain and his weird shaped dick. You know what I love, though? <laughs> I keep saying this, but like it brings me no end of happiness that like these guys can buy anything but a bigger dick well the egg shape well i don't know how would you if we want to go into the egg shape but i'm just that, saying like that, like that clearly has so much to do with why i mean not it, that sounds like enlargement gone awry it <laughs> whatever it is it couldn't be fixed he yeah. was never gonna right. get what he wanted so he had to uh do all these illegal evil sociopathic things some people just shouldn't uh, be given power. I Agreed. Think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and well, the, and I'm, nobody should have an island. That's true. Nobody should have an island, and that's the official night call stance, correct? Except us. It, well, maybe. No, maybe. I don't think we need. We could have a peninsula. That's you know. I actually feel like a peninsula How has an, a much better a cape. an inlet. A cape. Yeah, an, an inlet. inlet. An inlet is actually more our speed. I yeah, would, I would do an inlet. That's like, what we want. We like murder. She wrote. I like places you can only reach by boat. Mm. Like like where there's an inlet surrounded by high cliffs, so you can only get there on. I'm a, boat. a little scared of boats now. I'm a say. little scared of boats, and also my whole deal is I need to be able to walk to a grocery store. So I'm just letting <laughs> That's you guys. That's good work. <laughs> it's just it's a requirement. Um, I think we should take a really brief night call, which yes. is kind of a comment. This one comes to us from Batya. I'm cutting this down, but basically this is this is the important part and this is directed to Molly. I figured I should write in with my contention that Molly's celebrity doppelganger or like the older relative who everyone always comments looked just like you when she was younger is the princess of Morocco, Princess Lala Salma. This is the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. So. <laughs> Thank you. Are you Batia. looking at Lala Salma? Yeah, I looked her. I, I looked at her it. before, and I was so flattered. I I almost I meant to do this. Um, there was an Instagram ad that was served to me for jeans, and the model of them did look like a doppelganger for you. Also. You have a lot of doppelgangers, yeah. Molly. I've been told. Yeah, it's also weird though when somebody is like, "They were just like you," and you're like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, yeah. I know. This it's is, a, I mean, she's, she's very glamorous looking. She's she has the your princess of Morocco. She also yeah. definitely has your eyes. I mean, I just, I'm like going to do a Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court. Is that the one or is the Prince and the Pauper? Where do you switch places? Prince and the Pauper. Prince and the Pauper. That one, that yeah. one. This is my Hallmark movie. <laughs> You're a Moroccan princess A Christmas now. princess. And maybe a Moroccan princess who finds love. Uh <laughs> Um, well, we're going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to move on to something slightly lighter than Jeffrey Epstein. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a 
day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, so we're back. Um, Also in the interim, since we have last been with you, Lana Del Rey released a new album. Uh, One other person in this room is excited about it. Ooh, it's me. (laughs) I'm excited. Um, Lana Del Rey is like a classic night call uh, divider, I feel like. Um, Or like a a 2-1 divider. We have a lot of 2-1s. I'm super allergic to Lana Del Rey. I I won't go. I, I take no pleasure in not liking her. I want to give her all the credit that you guys do, but I feel like she's not she's not what she gets credit for being. That's all I'll say. She is uh I guess our cat power now, which is We still got cat power. Come we still on. have cat power, but I mean like she's like I feel like I also got in a fight with somebody because they were like, hey, it's fine. I don't like Lana. I like cat power. And I was like come on. I mean it's not also they like each other, so we... it's fine. Um Anyway, she released an album called Norman Fucking Rockwell, iconic title for an iconic album. Um, But and and, and I'm a huge fan of it. I loved it. Uh, I've I listen to it all the time in the car now. It's like great because last time I lived in L.A., Ultraviolence had come out that summer and I just spent 
I remember spending my last summer out here just driving around listening to Ultraviolence all the time, and now I'm back, and now I have a new Lana album to listen to in the car. It's very good to drive to. Great driving music. Um, but Lana got into a little bit of a fight with a critic, which is, I guess, what all of the pop artists are doing this year. Um, she got in a fight, though, with, like, the the music critic, <laughs> like, of all the music critics to... Who wrote a really a, not at all yeah. bad, I would say, 95% positive yeah. review. Yeah, a very clear-eyed and, like, very engaged review by Ann Powers um, at NPR, uh, which we'll definitely link to if you haven't read it by now, even though it is very controversial at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, I lo- the the review was incredible, and it was, and and I was reading it, you know, knowing that this thing had happened where she had called Lana had called Ann Powers out, but I was also thinking, like, man, five years ago, would you have a review of this like depth and quality about a Lana Del Rey record? I don't, I don't think so. Like, not like this is a no, real like, like. I think. What's difficult for people to understand is there's like two things that happen. Like first there was a shift where finally people would take female artists and pop artists seriously in the mainstream the way they consider indie rock and rap and all that stuff. And that took forever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like dudes maybe don't know about it as much because they didn't have to push for those reviews all the time and be told like that doesn't matter. That's not on the same plane as like Kanye, which is like not true. So she puts Kanye in his place on this record. (laughs) So that happened. (laughs) And then there's this other thing that's happened, which is that uh, musicians keep using uh, Twitter specifically to like get people fired from critic positions that yeah. they disagree with reviews of. And I think once people realize they could do that, they started doing it, even though it makes. I don't the... think it makes anybody. Does has anybody been fired? Well, I oh yeah, well, no, I know of the one, but I feel like the big ones from this year, like the Lizzo one and the Ariana Grande thing, I don't think those people got fired. Didn't Nicki Minaj get somebody fired for a bad review? Oh, no. And oh, I, mean, I know what you're talking about. I think so. Also, yes, yeah, speaking from personal experience. Yeah, no, I, know I mean, people. there are a lot that have not been reported that, and yeah. that super sucks. Um, the thing about the this Lana clapback, I hate to use that word. Um, she, I mean, she basically took issue with Ann Powers writing about her career from like kind of through the lens of like a pers- like personas that that Lana has adopted and moved in and out of, which I think is like fair. As many people in her mentions were saying, her name is not actually Lana Del Rey. That is a name that she made up because it's like her artist persona. She's went through many before that, before becoming famous. Like she is a person who uses personas. But I I did find and because I was I generally get very um upset when I see artists doing this kind of thing. But I did note that in all of the things, like Lana's very harsh in her response, but she did not say, fuck all critics or like you shouldn't have your job. No, or, but, like, but nobody that. says fuck all critics. No, Ariana they do. Grande did. They Ariana do. Grande I guess said. she did. Ariana and Lizzo was, did too. Didn't Ariana say like, I can't wait for you to be lit? And yeah, Lizzo yeah. and people will say like, you shouldn't have, like critics shouldn't be an occupation like if you're an artist. Yeah, you should know how to make a record before you can critique an album, which is just I like, guess you're right, yeah. Yeah. Um, none of that was called into question in Lana's response, so that's something, but it's still like... It's weird because it keeps being people who are like otherwise doing well. Like I understand yeah. why like Azalea Banks comes for Lizzo because it like yeah. gets her press and she's mad that she blew it herself, you know? Mm-hmm. But like I don't get why Lizzo comes for a critic because Lizzo's having like such she's a great doing year. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I've like agreed with other things. Like when she was like, you know, why do people treat me like a singer instead of a rapper? Like if Sway Lee and Post Malone are rappers, then like I'm a rapper, which Mm -hmm. is also true. And people were like, why is she coming for Sway Lee? And that one I was like, (laughs) no, she has a point. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess... uh... Well, I mean, for me, it's just like it should all be a conversation, right? Like, I don't think anybody has the last word. Not not the artist nor the critic. (laughs) I think the real, it's also because artists don't do like real interviews. No, they don't do anymore. So, although she, like, she did some really good ones, but I think it is weird for people to be like, oh, the relationship does go both ways. Yeah. But only sometimes. Yeah. But wasn't one of the issues that Lana took with the piece that um, she, that, you know, the point was made that she does not really have any strong positions on anything, you know, like social activism, feminism, all of that, that those things had been mentioned and that Lana felt as though those things should be out of bounds and that everyone should just be very grateful that she gives people whatever the the words were of like the benefits of my graciousness or something. Well, that's sort of weird too, because like, I feel like on the last album and this one, like she is actually like, being more political than she's ever been before in her music in her very Lana way. Um, and and so it's odd to me that she, like there's a whole song, I mean not a whole song, but like half a song on this album that's like I'm pretty sure about the whole thing where she was going to perform in Israel and then everybody got mad at her and then she tried like, to perform in Palestine but couldn't so canceled both. Wasn't yeah, that what happened? Yeah. So it was this big like bad look thing where she was and really like she was really playing that card of like my gift is that I am just an inspiration to everybody and like tried tried to do that but everybody was just like you can't that doesn't work well she also said that she had no interest in ever discussing feminism that it bored her and that was at a time when that was such a fraught question that I think everyone did resent being asked I feel like people should resent being asked because doesn't everyone feel as though women are equal can we take it for granted I think she no, apparently that's, not. That's yeah. the thing is that it, when someone goes so far as to be like, well, actually, I don't feel like women are equal. Right. It gives me such pause. And then I think of, you know, I mean, it was the Harvey Weinstein line and Coca-Cola and then having that kind of removed. I mean, she the, her whole I think it's her image. I don't think it's who she necessarily is as an artist. It's like the window dressing that goes along with it. I don't think is. It's not clever. It's not appealing. Her lyrics can be clever and appealing, but a lot of how she packages herself deserves criticism, I think. Yeah, and I think that's the great thing about Ann Powers' review is that it is about how, like, she is actually taking all of these anxieties that we have right now, especially about how, like, men and women relate to one another and, like, not necessarily doing the comfortable thing with them and not, like, not doing, like, something like quote unquote empowering about it but actually just like sifting through all the weird contradictions and stuff of that which I think is something I've especially liked about her music these last few albums um or like her lyrics these last few albums but yeah I mean I think it's a little disingenuous of her to say that like she's not like that she's that she's not interested in that stuff I think everyone just needs to not have social media <laughs> too. well I also think also that. just for her specific image like one of the things that's good about it is that it is so like old Hollywood like removed from the constantly interacting with your fans personally mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the more distance you give people like the better that works mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it's funny this album though is so like 
like lo-fi digital though like even all of her like singles covers are just like shitty selfies she's I mean, taken if her of point herself is like critics don't know what's going on in an artist's mind then like that's true for totally. sure and like we've all been guilty of like think piecing about things that are just you're really just projecting your own feelings about like that's all criticism is yeah. i think it is you're just projecting your own feelings onto something somebody totally. made you're not necessarily saying what you think they meant it's what you feel when yeah. you hear it but if somebody wrote a think piece about me, I would be so mad. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. If somebody was, like, describing me in a way I didn't like, I would totally read it and be mad about it. Uh, would I tweet about it? Probably. You would tweet about it? I wouldn't tweet about it. If oh, it, come on. Molly. Somebody wrote a night call, like, hit piece and called us all, like, a bunch of dumb idiots. But that's, but that's not, not what, what this she did. Was. <laughs> no, but if somebody was like, that's this show is very different. good, except... Well, I'm sh- they have, and we have not tweeted, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and they will certainly more, uh, and as maybe they should. And yeah. it boosts they should be happy for the gifts of our gracious. The benefits just, of our graciousness. As, as a cr- I think, like, having been a critic and a person who makes things, like, I think on both ends, you cannot try for this, like, tower, like, this tower mentality of, like, I am projecting this down to you. You all take it and you shut up right. that's very taylor Don't, swift yeah actually. it's very that's very taylor it's very like it's very pre-internet stardom yeah. and that's just not the way things work now they never really worked that way but i think now it's like more apparent than ever that like when you make a thing whether it's a film or write a book or an album like that is the beginning of many conversations that you have no control over and now there's like controlled access with the illusion of uncontrolled right. access yes it's still yeah. controlled. I know that this is a very different thing, but I was also recently very obsessed with Marianne Williamson um, direct messaging Molly oh, Jong yeah. Fast's mother, Erica Jong, to complain that she had been criticized on Twitter. And what's funny about Marianne Williamson, who I do not think it would at all make a good president and I do not endorse in any way. However... Wait, are you saying you love Marianne Williamson <laughs> and you want her to be president? <laughs> but I have to say one thing that I really do like about her social media strategy... So she's insane? No, is that she engages in a very like passive-aggressive way that, that works. And then to find out that she was being snitchy by DMing someone's mom, I was like, wow, even she, like, she looks pretty restrained. People come at her for a lot of great reasons. Was she reasons. DMing Erica Jong about her daughter? Or? Yes. She was like, your daughter may be too young to understand how to deal with these things. By the way, Molly Jong Fast is 41. I was going to say, she, oh my gosh. it's not. Well, maybe she's too beat. young to realize how nasty it was, but, you know, she she was criticizing me and da 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 She was criticizing her saying that, like, you should pray for people during a natural disaster she was critic right? yes that you that you can with the, the power, power of prayer, prayer that's her whole deflect thing a hurricane. Yeah. she thinks you can cure she's, answer and cancer and aids with she's, prayer. she's so it's so offensive i hate her so much I, no she's, i hate her i yeah. hate her so much yeah. but such a grifter people come after her with like these really great arguments about why she's so wrong and she maintains this like polish that's in her so responses it's very new agey but it made me think of you know how easy it is to kind of keep it together, like with Lana Del Rey, it's like you have to be able to, if if your thing is personas, like you have to really be able to measure the response to something like that and realize if it's a good response or a bad response and how to kind of play the game. It was such a misguided. What does yeah. zipless fuck mean? Oh, it's too, we'll get into it when I make you guys read Fear of Flying for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet people said crazy things to Erica Jong all the time after she wrote Fear of Flying. Oh, for sure, yeah. because she, I mean, she's written extensively about her marriages and real people and everything. So I'm sure that's kind of given people the license yeah. to, to retort. Um, but I guess that's the point that you always have the right to respond and everyone has the right to judge you for that. Did you response. guys see about Nicki Minaj retiring? Yes. Mrs. Petty. Mrs. Petty. We're all Mrs. Petty. Uh, it's, it's time <laughs> she'll be back it's time it's yeah I mean it's like a little I wish it wasn't like to get married or don't whatever. you think it's like some people just can't have social media because they can't resist and that's everybody I don't know man you guys I don't know I don't know what to tell you having having no screen time in the middle of my day is like oh this has been a life changer yeah it's like because then you get off the boat long enough you can't yeah, you I can't, can't I don't have know the dances yeah. it's like, like if I you don't... quit smoking you wait a little while and then it's poison again yeah yeah it's like uh did you ever see the um what's it the dance documentary uh, rise the the crumping documentary yeah 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 <laughs> like they talk about like every day they meet in a circle and they do their dances but if you miss one day you won't know like what everybody's doing you won't understand the dance and it's like that's how i feel when i'm off of twitter for a day i'm like what who are we talking about now? What's this That's thing? That's how I felt like, when I first joined Twitter. I was like, who cares about yeah. anything <laughs> anyone is saying? Uh, or that, Instagram stories. I was like, I want to see 10-second updates of people's lives, because why? No. Now now I still don't want to, but I but still I do look it anyway. at them. It's like my late-night TV or something. It's like what I look at before going to bed, which is like not great. Well, that's what we like to talk about here on Nike. Yes. So yeah. if you have things you like to do before going to bed. That Such as watch Children of the Corn. Watch Children of the Corn. Do you have any theories about the extended Children of the Corn universe? I have a lot of questions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Or if you have any thoughts about the new leeches also, of yeah. course, just re-upping that. I'd really like to hear people's thoughts on the new leeches because leech stories are crazy. any Jeffrey Epstein conspiracies, we haven't yet. Don't go to the government. <laughs> Go to Come night to call. night call. But make sure you say allegedly so allegedly. that if we play your voicemail on the air, yeah. we all cover. Let us know if we or need you to know, distort your voice on the If call. you know about any other weird cults we should know about, yeah, give us a call. Night call is back, baby. We Our are lines back. are open. Uh, start sending us your stuff. We're excited to be here. Just um, a reminder, you can reach us at 24046nightnightcallpodcast at gmail.com. And also, while you're there, consider following us on social media. Our Twitter is nightcallpod, our Instagram nightcallpodcast, Facebook nightcallpodcast. And you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nightcall. We've got all sorts of premiums at different levels. We've got a newsletter. we got a bonus book club uh, episode every month coming out. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, and you can join at whatever level makes sense for you. And that's all we have this week. Yeah, we're almost back to the future. Excited to be in the present. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Night Call is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite with just two capsules 
capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.